You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. We've been doing a series of teachings dealing with the church. Someone say the church. Amen. The church talking about the ecclesia, the body of Christ. Now, throughout this teaching, and we know that the individual is the church. We are the ecclesia, but it comprises of the church universally. Talking about believers everywhere, those who are naming the name of Jesus, those who have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We also... Uh, discovered throughout this teaching that there is a local congregation called the church amen we've seen this throughout scripture who who remembers this raise your hand amen because i don't have the time to do a lot of review i want to jump right into today's lesson then we've seen the individual someone say the person the believer as the church amen now on last week we'll write this down um on last week we talked about um again how to honor god with our talents. We said that there are three central ways that we support our local, someone say local church, local church through our time, through our talents, and by way of our financial uh, support. And today we want to deal with our financial support. So write this down for a subheading under the subject church, my financial support. Amen. Say it again, my financial support. Amen. Honoring God financially. And today we just want to lay a foundation. Uh, and again, as I stated earlier, um, anytime you talk about money, because anxieties are so high, um, it somewhat rubs people the wrong way. And it's not always intentional. They just have the wrong mindset concerning money. But how many know because of the living God, because of his anointing, that's going to change today. Amen. Now, on last week, we said that the church is Christ's body. The church is Christ's body. And we've seen this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, that the body is a living organism. Will you say that? The church, the body of Christ, is a living organism. Now, there's something very important, just a little bit lower. Thank you. There's something uh, very important that we need to understand, is that anything that's alive should grow. Now, when we talk about the body of Christ, its growth, you, you can write this down, is contingent upon each member doing its share. So the growth is contingent upon what? Each member doing its share. Come on, say it loud. The, the, the growth of the body of Christ is contingent upon what? Each member doing its share. We've seen this throughout Scripture that when each uh, member does his or her share, it causes growth in the body. Now, again, there are three central ways how we do this. How? Through our time, through our gifts, our talents, and our financial support. This is very important for me to interject this here. It's, if you're doing two out of three, that's good, but it takes all three. It's not enough just to support with your time. It's not enough just to support with your time and talents. It's not enough just to support your local church with your finances. No, I need to support where God has placed me in the body financially with my time as well as with my talents. We've seen this throughout what? The scripture, line upon line, 
precept upon precept. So it's important that I support him. How? With my time. Come on, everyone say it out loud. With my Amen. Now, now this is serious because, and even someone who may be looking, understand this. It's not wise or don't be one who complains about anything going on in your local church and you haven't 100% participated or not participating with your time, talents, or your financial contributions. You have no uh, right to complain about anything when you're not supporting with my time, talents, and financial contribution. And most oftentimes, the biggest complainers, are, and this just general, this is what I've observed throughout the years, the biggest complainers are those who are not supporting with their time, talents, nor their financial contribution. Amen. So today we're talking about supporting my church financially. Let me show you this real quick. 1 Corinthians 12, 26 to support what I just said about how we should, we should support with our time, talents, and financial contributions because when, when you don't do your part, it affects the whole body. And if one member suffers, all the members what? Suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. So it's vitally important that I do, will you say this, it's vitally important that I do my share in the area of serving God with my time, with my talents, and with my financial contribution. A prime example that how one member suffers can affect the whole body. Has anyone ever had a toothache? It shut your whole body down. What did you do? You went to lay in the bed. Why? Because it was aching so bad. It literally shut your body down. Well, that's the prime example. That one little tooth. And here you weigh 200 pounds. But it shut your whole body down. So we need every joint supply. First point on today, we're going to talk about the cure. Now let's go back to Matthew 6. The cure, someone say cure, for anxiety. Then write this, say this, trust in God removes all anxieties. Will you say this out loud? Trust in God removes all anxieties. Come on, say it again. Trust in God removes all anxieties. I want to say it again because uh, we're going to see here that we should not be worried. Because for the believer, for me to be overly anxious, for me to, I'm not saying don't be concerned. Worry is a whole nother. So, so when I'm worried, it, it, it shows a lack of faith, brother Moore, in God. Or it shows that I have a lack of faith that I don't fully trust the Lord. How does the believer live? Boy, I need to get this in your spirit because if you, it, the reason why I want to take my time on this, because if you ever get to the place where you are supporting God, not just with your time or with your talents, but with your finances, you will live life like you could never imagine. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, you have a lot of people who never experience the financial blessings because there is no trust when it comes to honoring God with my giving. How does the just live? Let me show you this. Because, I, I, because we, we're, we're saying it by faith, by faith. And if I'm not doing it by faith, how can I, how can I help? Uh, uh, how, how can I receive what's already mine if I'm not in faith? That's how, blessings are procured through faith. If you want to get what's already yours, operate in faith. Habakkuk 2 and 4, real quickly. Habakkuk 2 and 4. Can I show you this? 
let, let, let's establish this because if the, if the word says I'm supposed to walk a certain way, and if I don't, then who can I blame? Who can I blame? Late night again. Late night again. The one thing I did do when I hung out all night, I was hyped the next day. So just get hyped with. Come on, let's ride. Look at your neighbor and say, let's ride. I mean, I mean, were you slumped over at the club? At, at the house party? Were you looking tired? Or did you walk up in there? Let's get this party started quickly. On the left. On the right. Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Romans 117. Romans 117. Get this. Get this. How does the believer live? What is faith? Confidence, trust, being fully persuaded in God. Total confidence, reliance in God. Let's read out loud. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, excuse me, the just shall live by. How do we live? Galatians 3.11. Galatians 3.11. How do you live as a believer? Meaning trust in God. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live how? How? Hebrews 10.38. I've already shown you three. The scripture says let the word be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. So we really could keep stopped right here or on the last verse. But let me give you one more. Now, the just shall live by How? How? But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. The just shall live by trusting in the Lord. 1 John 5, 4, NLT. How do we live? If you want victory, you know how you're going to get it? How? For every, good God Almighty, for every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through our, so if you're not living in victory, Perhaps you're not walking by faith. If you're constantly living a life that's, that's seemingly defeated, perhaps you're not in faith. Now, either, God's, either God is the truth uh, or man is the truth. But I'm going to go with God. And he says, the mere fact that I'm a child of God, I have victory. I was born. Will you say this? I was born to win. But you know how you get there? By walking in faith. Okay? So we've seen this, right? The just shall live by. Okay, now let's go back to Matthew 6. Just giving you some nuggets. Matthew 6. Jesus is preaching. Someone say he's preaching. Someone say he's preaching. This is what's known commonly as the Sermon on the Mount. It began in chapter 5 and it ends in chapter 7. He deals with literally every facet of life from forgiving people, loving people, Dealt with marriage. He's so smooth that here in chapter 6, he deals in the area of finances. Let's us know that we should make our deposits into his kingdom. And he said, when you put them in my kingdom, they're safe. Nobody's going to steal it when you deposit into the kingdom. So you shouldn't have, don't worry about if the pastor take your tithe and go down and gamble it away. If the pastor take your offering and go do whatever. Once you honor God, God said, it's sealed. God forbid someone does that, but the point is, you don't have to, nobody can break in and steal once you honor. Boy, that's a good point. That's around verse 19. So he gets to verse 25. Now, now let me say this first of all. This is a good nugget because notice the first point we're talking about, the cure for anxiety, right? Because we're going to see here that uh, we're not to be worried or anxious. He's preaching. So when he gets to the end, when he gets to the conclusion, as we say, 
He says, now listen, if you do what I say, let me show you. Matthew 7, go to verse 24. Let me show you. He said, now if you do what I say, you can be okay. <laughs> but if you don't, you can be like a stupid man. Did I say stupid? Well, the Bible says stupid. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, so everyone who hears these words of mine and act. Hold on. Uh, sometimes we say uh, another faith is what? Acting. You've heard us say that before. On the word of God. So, so everyone who hears these saying of mine and acts on them would be how? Like a wise man, a, far, a man who can see up the road, practical and sensible man who built his house on the rock. Come on, everyone reading that loud. Verse 25. And the rain fell, floods came, and the tor torrents came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house. Yet it did not fall. So when things got tight... When it seemed like trouble was coming on every side. For the person who acts on this word, you're going to be okay. And be, yet it did not fall because it was founded. What do you mean? It obeyed the rock. <laughs> Talking about Christ. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them would be like a foolish, stupid man who built his house on the sand. Let me, let me say this. If God tells me not to do something... I don't want to do it. If he tells me not to worry, I'm not worrying. Listen, despite how insurmountable the mountain looks, if he told me don't worry about it, I'm not worrying about it because that's telling me he got it. If he say don't worry about it, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to figure it out. I don't care. I'm going to let the Lord deal with it. Why? Because he told me, don't worry about it. Look at someone and say, why are you worried about it? It's stupid. Notice he said, take heed. We're about to see that we're not supposed to worry. And you know what happened? People hear this word all the time, Christians, and they don't do it into your friends and family. You know, they, you know, the ones that don't really know because the spiritual things is foolishness or foolishness to the natural mind. They think that, that something's going on with you. And all they hear is your perception that's flawed because you didn't do what the word said do. <laughs> okay. Verse 27. And the rain fell and the floods and torrents came and the winds blew and slammed against the house and it fell in great you know why a lot of people crash in crisis? It's because they don't take heed to the word. You know why they panic? Because they don't take heed. Now, let's go back to Matthew chapter 6. Will you say this? See, see trust in God is getting to that place where, where you not only hear, but you heed. Notice he said, those who hear these sayings and act. See, that's heeding. So when we talk about trusting God, you want to get to the place where you hear and heed. Because a lot of people hear, but very few heed. And when you don't heed, it's like the foolish man who built his house. Well, it, well it's like the stupid man who built his house on the sand. So when trouble came, let me tell you something. A $2 bill debt is no different than a $2 million debt to the father a two dollar debt sister Moore it may seem a big deal to you that's why you shouldn't worry about it but to God the father it's nothing it's... <laughs> well 
Wonder where God can get it from. It's none of my business. When I give it to the Lord, I'm my mom. I don't care where he's going to get it from. Or wonder who he's going to use. That's none of my business. Just, just come. I don't care who it is. Just bring it. Sometimes we worry about the wrong thing. Give it to God and go to bed. If, if you up and your head hurting, whole body, because let me tell you, stress will shut your body down. Let me save you about $250. It's stress. There it go. There, go, there, there went your word. You, you're about to go see the doctor, pay a cold fee and some other money, and then I'm sitting here telling you what it is. Stress. Money anxieties. Let me show you. Write this down. Trusting God means getting in a place whereby I hear and heed his voice. Did you hear what I just said? Trusting God is getting to that place where I heed, Sister Gibbons, excuse me, where I hear and heed to his voice. Let me say something. If you are overly anxious when it comes to giving and you're stressed out, you know, you know what? And this is true. You will forsake God every time. Oh, you would abandon him every time. Oh, he don't know what I got to do. He understand. You will abandon him every time. And what gets me, you still fall up short. Then you want the Lord, well, you know, I need you to move now. I need you to do it. You need to do it now. You said, if I say something, you're going to do it. Uh, did, what did I say? And, and you, you, know what's, what, you know what's wrong with a lot of people? You know what's wrong with a lot of people? They're, they're, they are too anxious. Y'all waiting to read these scriptures. Huh? They are too anxious to hear from God. Let me tell you something. When you got all that noise going on, man, you, you, oh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, they ain't trying to hear. That's why when it's time to give, you hurry up and lick down. I'm a little, I don't put it in. I can't open it. If I open it, I'll mess it up. I'm going to be a good steward. I'm not going to mess up this church envelopes. I done licked it and dried it up. I, ne- I get it next week. <laughs> Been there, done that. Because when I didn't trust God, I used to hurry up and lick it and seal it. Boom. Well, I, 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 Lord, it's, I, it's sealed now. I can't. I can't open it and tear it up. That wouldn't be right. <laughs> Years ago, this is before I even uh, met Pastor. I was still single, and uh, uh, I would visit uh, World Changes, a pastor friend of mine. And when it was time for the offering, he would always say, hear from God concerning your giving. Let me tell you, when you got stuff going on, you ain't trying to hear. <laughs> See, I'm telling you my testimony. So I go and throw my little $2 in, lick, lick, boom, Done. Could have gave more, but just because of what was what. See, I wasn't at that place yet where, where I was trusting God. And it wasn't until I got to that place where in all of my ways I acknowledge him and allow him to direct my. And I'm not saying uh, uh, like the next day the wealth fell out the sky. See, we walk by faith. So every time you do it, you, you just got to trust that, that the increase is coming. And it did. And I'm saying that to say you got to be still, Lord, whatever you. Be, be, apparently. You, if you are, you are the creator of the heavens and earth, the silver is yours, the gold is yours, the earth is yours, and the fullness thereof, apparently you know more than I. You, I can look at the sun, the moon, the stars, and tell by the evidence that there is something to you. And a wise man, the man who sees ahead, you know what he does? He heeds. That's just a nugget. Because here's what happens when it's time. And see, notice, let's not even get on the tithe, the offering, because a lot of times 
you teach on that, and, and you really you kind of jump the head of the horse, put the cart before the horse. Because when you are anxious, all you hear is wah 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 wah. All the preacher wanted your money while they walked that wah 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 wah. Everything is distorted because you're not hearing. I'm gonna show you. Okay, too anxious to hear God. We can read these verses in a minute, but let me give you a survey. A survey by the American Psychological Association found that money is the leading cause of stress among Americans. Money. Money is the leading cause of stress. Did you all hear this week about the, the doctor who, uh, that he was resigned. I think one of his superiors made him resign. Okay. He went back to the hospital. I, don't, I forget how many people got killed. Then he killed himself. And you know what? The person that he was after happened to be off that day. I bet he glad. Or she, whoever. But, but I, I submit to you that when he, when he was made to resign, he began to look at how this is going to affect me financially. And let me tell you something. You can say you love the Lord as much as you want, but if you don't have a sure, solid foundation in the Lord, man, when the winds come and the, and the winds blow, the floods come, man, you, you will, not only will you fall, but great would be the fall. Because I didn't heed. That's why you shouldn't trust in your money. You trust in God. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.